Thank you for taking the time to click on Law. We hope you enjoy the show. Don't forget to like and subscribe here and follow us on Twitch at www.twitch.tv slash slipperysteve. And we are live. What is up, everybody? It is Lore. Uh, we are returning for episode three. Or uh, de, toi. Um, yeah, so I am Slippery Steve, graced by the presence of some mighty awesome TTRPG players. Um, I will go ahead and introduce myself. I am Slippery Steve, and I... Okay, I'm going to do this right this time. I work sometimes, and I'm an aspiring voice actor, which means I really want to be one, and I'm trying really hard, and that is all. Kevin. Uh, I also work, uh, usually a lot. Um, outside of here, I do have a lot of different nerdy, geeky pursuits, and uh, other than that, just happy to be here. Cool. Uh, Colby. Hello, everyone. My name is Colby. Um, I work full-time job, and outside of that, I help to run and operate a game store. I have a ton of different crafts and things that I do. Uh, make a great number of things with some level of success. <laughs> uh, and I'm excited to be here. Cool. And last but not least, R.P. Davis. Wow. Davis. Yeah. Davis. yeah. <laughs> no, my name is Bob. I uh, make game stuff. That's what I do um, for desktop role-playing games. I am the sole owner, writer, editor, layout guy behind Kabouter Games, uh, which you can find on DriveThruRPG and KaboutterGames.com. And uh, yeah, um, I'm the humble and beneficent game master for lore and final horizon cool and bob would you mind just giving the viewers uh which potentially is also our youtube viewers uh what what uh chaosium and uh the final horizon is all about real quick just like a uh, yeah not even a recap of anything of what's going on in the show just you know sure what's we uh we are using a game system called basic role playing which is from chaosium inc it is a very uh like GURPS and other universal role-playing systems you can use it to play virtually any genre you like because it's a purely skill-based character system and uh, you can get a quick start for free huh huh yeah i print things i'm old leave me alone um from chaosium's website that'll get you up and running in no time that's how we got up and running but you can also get the i think they're on the fourth edition of basic role playing, and it's been, it's a system that's been around for literally decades. Elf Quest, Rune Quest, Glorantha, a variety of different settings and games run on this basic basic role playing engine, and it is superbly um, adaptable. I used it for uh, Kabouter Games' um, new Toxandria game and setting which is a fantasy a low fantasy setting and game that's available on drive through rpg for uh, you know, a sale price on sale 7.95 um because recently chaosium put out an open game license for basic role playing which basic it's opened it all up so people like me can take the basic 
fundamental engine and tweak it to make it do what we needed to do. So that's what I did. And yeah, I've, I've, I've been in love with it for a long, 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 long time. And, uh, and, we, and we went, when we went around, when we went around the table in our session zero and talked about what we actually wanted to play, we talked about a variety of, of excellent systems from Esper Genesis, uh, that, that's the 5e, um, high sci high, high, high brow sci-fi, awesome space opera sort of system. We talked about Coriolis. We talked about a bunch of different things that we could do. And uh, basic role playing is just so simple and easy that you know you can get up and running in no time. So that's that's where we are. In no time. In <laughs> no time. Yes. Right on. All right. Well, Colby has um, disappeared into the nebula. I see. Yeah, I'm and here. I think with that, with that, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and roll that beautiful bean footage of our characters and the Ooh. the campaign intro, and we will be back. Transmission. Name's Bird. I've been dragged through war, did my time in the mines, and hell, I got pulled into sending people to the same fate. So I decided to take my life back. No more giving it away. And yet, I'm serving time for all the mistakes that got made. Not nearly all of them are mine. Bonjour, it is I, the Magnificent of Scarpier Pelletier. You look at me like I am a Rostopacteur. No, this is all part of my fantastic plan. Does the Rostopacteur star in every film on the planet Magawan? No! I may have some, you say, weaknesses, the bogus sugar, making of the gambling. <laughs> Perhaps I took it a little too far and got myself in trouble on 23. Ah, the Golden Hive has nothing on me. This is all part of my magnificent training as a galaxy's best actor. Au revoir. My name is Merlin, born on a planet that worshiped the virtual gods. I was a child of the orphanages, cast into military service. <laughs> I thought I knew how to hack, weaving and conducting lines of words in a computer screen, only to find that our gods are as shallow as our aspirations. Now, I am condemned for finding a new code to live by. This is your Captain Sentry Series. I was speaking. If you can all stop nubbing around and get your butts and your seats and strap in, we'll go ahead and get this show on the road because, you know, the folks that own the ship are going to notice any minute now that I'm up here trying to take it. So, um, let me see if I can get this armor turned first out of the Help make the trip a whole lot easier for everyone, huh? Okay, uh, everybody strapped in. Good. Time to go. See you. Bye. The final horizon, that's what humans called space. They'd explored their own, knew everything about it. Then they stopped looking down and started looking up. 
Their first toddling steps in space led to worlds close to them. They sent people to places like Earth's moon, Mars, Ganymede, Titan. They sent instruments into the void, searching for other places to explore. For years, the probes found nothing. Then long after Earth became a footnote in history's books referring to the war that turned it into radioactive slag, the probes found a node, which led to other nodes, which led to 1397 Pegasi. The final horizon is a lot bigger than we thought. An infinite number of worlds, a universe where humans aren't the only creatures that talk and think like and explore. This is the final horizon. There we go. Hi. And we're back. <laughs> Yay! Hope you all enjoyed that beautiful bean footage. Uh, we will go ahead and kick it right off into episode three. Episode three. You are all um, aboard a spa different space station from the one you started out at. One moment. There we go. And um, you've made a few contacts, you've secured a fresh cargo, and you were headed off to your next location. Mm -hmm. So, the, yeah, you were headed off to Akiri. I'm consulting my notes here. <laughs> this is me being super prepared. <laughs> um, you were headed off to Akiri, but you had not yet left the station. And, um, Bird, you had secured the new cargo of the thousand or so chickens that you were taking to one of the moons in, in near Akiri. And, uh, on your making your way back to the ship, you um, noticed a sign flashing on the promenade above an office set into one of the storefronts. If you think of the promenade like a strip mall, you wouldn't be too far off. So you've got this long corridor filled with people, and there are flashing, brightly lit signs all along it, directing, pe directing people to come inside the stores, the bars, the restaurants, and uh, the duty-free shops. And one of the ones that you saw was Halcyon. Okay. And apparently the company has an office here. Okay. I So we are just just to get it um we're we're walking the strip right now. We haven't took off like our well, ships no, loaded. The ship is loaded. It's it's pretty much ready to go. Merlin and Sentry were working on the ship's systems, okay. knee deep in cables, and up up to their armpits and cables. Um, but and Oscar, I'm not sure if I remember where you were precisely. You had dealt dealt with the um, the loadmaster, the dockmaster, mm -hmm. pretending to be the German captain. Yeah, and. Uh, and Bird was doing all the stuff with the cargo and replenishment. Yep. 
So yeah, and Halcyon has offices everywhere because anywhere there's asteroids or planetary bodies, there's stuff to be dug out of the ground. Yep. And there is a very active operation, ice mining, in an asteroid field that is only a few, only about a day's sublight travel away from here. Alrighty, um, I'm just gonna skirt my way right around that. Stick, uh, stick in the crowd, opposite side of there. Okay. Oh, so Oscar. Yeah, yeah. where where uh, were you at? I, as we left off last week, I had just came back on the ship and was freaking out about the chickens. Um, ah, yes, that's t- right. Telling. Telling a bird about the meeting, and then I believe the group was having a meeting in the private room, and Bird had mentioned that he was going to be calling in a favor, and that was where we dropped. Yes. Right. Excuse me, I'm going to adjust my camera a little bit here because I'm off and I don't like it. I spent eight hours watching a two hour video so there we go. I, know, I know what <laughs> I better know what happened at the end yeah <laughs> yeah thank you for editing that down Chris that, that's fun. really it's good work it's yeah. fun I, lo- I love doing it so thank you well that's good okay so the crew quarters you were all in the one of the crew cat the captain's cabin as I recall jammed in there having yep. a meeting about where to go next yeah yeah, where um, to go, what we were doing. Mm-hmm. Um, Bird, Bird, as you passed by that the Halcyon office storefront thing, there mm-hmm. were th- there's plexiglass, you know, in front of, th- that lets you uh, see inside. And you saw a familiar face in there. Your old pal Nate Alton was in there leaning on a desk. Okay. Um... I probably would have, in that case, uh, just hung around and waited for him to head out and tried to catch him in a corridor, like uh, catch him on his way out. Okay. A a little distance away from the Halcyon, the Halcyon storefront. Okay. Um, yeah, you, he, you, you, yeah, he, you catch up to him. It's very crowded here, but yeah, yeah, you can catch up to him. He's not in a rush or anything. It's not like he left there in a hurry. Looks like he's, okay. he's pausing every so often to look into store windows, that sort of thing. And he ducks into a noodle shop that is off one of the many food courts on the promenade. Gotcha. Don't Probably worry about me, guys, just getting the sun out of my eyes. Uh, That'll help. Uh, if he sit if he sits down to eat, probably would have uh, pulled up a chair next to him and sat down. Yeah, he uh, table from him. Yeah, he he sits down with his bowl of uh, steaming bowl of noodles and you know unidentifiable bits of pro- floating protein. Sit. And would have ordered one myself and sat down. Oh yeah, okay. You sit you sit across from him and he, he looks at you and he says, "Huh." Ain't you a sight for sore eyes? Yeah, it's 
been a few, uh, it's been quite a while. Why do you smell like chicken shit? It's a long story involving live chickens. Okay. Yeah. Well, chopstick, <laughs> chopstick, chopstick. Yeah. <laughs> So what what are brings you, doing you all on? the way up? Please go ahead. I was going to say, well, I know business probably brings you out here, but uh, I'm in a bit of a situation. And would I be able to contact you if I'm, uh, if I'm looking to get some work done? You mean looking for work to do for cash money, or you mean looking to for someone to work for you both all right well he fiddles in his pulls out a pulls out a data pad and uh looks at it and says you still at this address and holds it up to you nope okay talk to me all right so i don't want to go into too much detail incrimination and whatnot but uh, there's a ship docked here. What is the name of the ship, by the way, Bob? The Charlie Horse. Yes, yes. <laughs> Called the Charlie Horse. It's under new management. And, uh, I may need to not be on the Charlie Horse anymore. And by that, I mean, can you file some numbers? Can we get some new papers on it? Ooh. Yeah, probably going to cost you. Where? No, me and the me and the people involved are in a situation, and we're currently headed over to what station? I'm terrible with the names right now. Accuri. <laughs> we're we're headed over to Accuri. Got some cargo and a few drifters. You know, those religious nuts headed over the giant space head. Oh, them. Yeah, but they pay, so. Yeah, it's always good. Yeah. Much, 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 much. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, t- so, what you're telling me is you haven't got a whole lot of cash. We've got some, and uh, I, I give them the number. You know? Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. It's going to be a while. I can't stick my neck out for that. But let me... If there's any, let if me there's got, any let, jobs you know that are working on... Let me, let, me put, let me put something by you here. I got some stuff needs to get to Akiri. That the fewer people know about it, better off we'll all be. You get that stuff. You get that stuff to Akiri. Make sure it gets delivered, and I'll see what I can do about clearing up the registry on the what you what you say it was the Charlie horse. The Charlie horse. Okay. New name, new papers. Yeah, I'll see what new I can captain. do. I'll see what I can do. What's the captain's name? You want? pause in the narrative i was gonna say uh do we want to have a quick discussion about like who we would want to be the captain and what we might want a new name to be for the ship 
I'm sorry, this is something I had meant to bring up and I never had a chance. <laughs> yeah, we can medit that out if you want. Yeah. Like, so, say we had the that in the private yeah. meeting, maybe? Yeah, in the private yeah. meeting in the captain's quarters. That'd be fine. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. You want to. Um, I'll allow it. Yeah. Flashback to uh, the yeah, meeting I'll just, room. I'll let him know. Dissolve. Back into the captain's yeah. quarters with all four of you. I, or all I was going to say, I, I would just, I would have let Nate know, like, I've been at this for like two hours. We're not sure yet. I'll get, I'll get you the information. <laughs> and <laughs> all right, well, he slides a card across the table to you. There's my, uh, there's how you can get in touch with me. Just make sure, you know, make sure you send it from a fairly sterile source. Huh? I got somebody who can probably pull that off. That'd be, that'd be great of you. But, yeah, there's... You get this stuff to me. I'll make sure it, it ends up at your ship. And you get it across to Akiri to me. And he scribbles down some stuff on his pad. And he says, I'll send this to you as soon as you ping me with your data address. And everything will be fine. Um, you let me know. You, I'll know when it's delivered, but you let me know anyway. And then I'll, as soon as I figure out, as soon as I make sure that everything's copacetic, I'll get to work on filing the serial numbers off your boat. Gotcha. I know questions aren't a big thing, but I do have one. Only thing I want to know is, is this something I got to be careful with the people on the ship? Is this something that's going to put anybody in danger, explosive or anything like that? Nuclear. It's not going to blow up. Not like literally. Anything I need to know. I don't need anything else. All right, then. When, slurp, uh, slurp down my bowl of noodles. <laughs> it, it's, it's like a teacup size for me. Yeah, right. Because you're so immense. Good to see you, Nate. It's been a little while. We'll talk soon. All right. Back in the captain's quarters. <laughs> you should, you, yeah. Chris, you should get some kind of like Star Trek transporter sound effect so you can do like those dissolves. Definitely. <laughs> Like I have the I have the weird transitions in between screens. I can always do that. <laughs> yeah, or just or do I mean, like uh the, the the Batman thing where it changes scenes. Oh, yeah. Oh my god. Well, no, I need we need we that. need Bill and we need the Bill and Ted transition. Dude. Oh yeah. How's that? I need that. Uh, I need yes. all of these things. <laughs> <laughs> all right. No, tangent. Yeah. I can't wait. I'm that Batman the, the and, Ted. and Ted movie. The, the new oh, Bill and Ted movie. Lord, yeah. I am I'm so, so at home excited. for that. Yeah, I did. I'm showing my age, but yeah, uh, you so know, I I actually watched those for the first time in college as part of a theater project. Yep. Wow. <laughs> wow. We we just watched them because they were funny. I I did, I had just never heard of them. Oh, the drink of tea. I didn't know they were. I didn't know they became arts. All right. So <laughs> it was a right. it was a weird no. it was a weird theater class. Bird comes back to the yes yeah, bird comes bird you're back on you're back aboard the ship sentry mm -hmm. is still up to his armpits in wires and shit under the uh, pilot's console 
but the three of you are back in the uh, cap. You, you, you want to be back in the captain's quarters, having a chat up on the bridge. What? Uh, I, I was... believe it was a private. We just said it was a private room, so I don't know. Yeah. Where yeah. Yeah, Kevin, as I you recall, wanna, it was you want to call captains. the shots on where where we're at on the ship. I've, yeah, I've been talking for a little while. Merlin, can um, you hear me? yeah, I can hear you. Okay, sorry, I just live stream stuff. <laughs> Streaming can be a pain in the ass. Yep. Uh, so yeah, uh, I guess we're finishing up this conversation. I would. Um, yeah, I would want to uh, let them know that we're taking on one extra card, one extra round of cargo, and then we should be ready to head off. I'd, I'd turn over to, to Merlin. I'm like, need your help with something. And uh, it's a little important. How good are you at encryption? I'd like to say I'm fairly decent. What you're trying to do? I uh, just need a secure connection to somebody. Okay, I'll see what I can do for you. All right. Yeah, the the communications apparatus is not terribly difficult to suss out. Um, so, Merlin, uh, you take the slip of paper from Bird, and it's a. Uh, fairly generic it's like the the far future version of a hotmail address <laughs> and okay. uh yep so yeah the the uh bird you understand that it it needs to be routed such that it is really really hard to trace yeah yes i'm sure merlin can put a basic encryption on it and send it on its way oh sure yeah that would lead Put the well, how, how, yeah, depending on how uh, how uh, intricate you want to go about this is going to depend on what the actual the, your technological skill check ends up being. I was going to say, would I know, like having dealt with Nate before, like what level of encryption he's comfortable with? Like, obviously, as encrypted as can be, but like, is there like a minimum standard for him? Yeah, he he likes it to be routed through as many different um, repeats. <laughs> as it can be like he bouncing off as many different servers as it can gotcha. before it hits him makes a better makes a hard a, a bigger maze yeah. for Harder any kind of tracking yeah all right yeah and i just i, I pass that on to to merlin shit that almost ended in disaster uh, I just heard so a yeah. noise here in the house, and I'm like, "What? What was that?" And I went to turn around, and Demner fell off my chair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let, let, let's not yeah. have any hospital trips as part of the. Uh, no, the no, that would be bad. That would be bad. <laughs> not literally. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Um, um, so let Merlin know. Yeah, let's let's just make that a straight technical skill check, Merlin. Keeping in mind that when you make a check like this, like in other games, when you say, oh, I want to sneak past the, the guard or whatever, and you make your stealth roll, you always think you've done it precisely right. So whatever the dice say, 
even though you know if you roll a super bad check that it ain't possibly gonna work you i still we're, we're you should still brazen it out you know what i mean like like you you you're of course it worked my name is merlin for fuck's sake of course it worked you know what i'm saying as long as we set that baseline expectation for our viewers our viewers might actually like it a little better <laughs> than if we metagame all the way through <laughs> understandable uh yeah i mean so in that case it it goes perfect ah lovely what'd you get in? What, what did you end up with just i actually i actually rolled a 16. wow is, is that a special success for you with your skill rating I believe it is because I'm at a 75 for technical. Oh yeah, yeah, we'll call that a special success. Yeah, you you, you hammer it out on the way, and immediately get a ping back from Nate that uh, says it it basically says okay, cargo within one hour. All right, we're we're getting cargo in one hour. I'd say we're. We could be prepared to leave in an hour and a half. And at this point, one of your passengers gives a tip, 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 tip on the hatch leading to the compartment. Have at thee, Captain. Did anybody hear that? I think that tink 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 tink. What's up? Hello, hello, brothers. Would we are about to cook a meal in the common area? Would you care to join us? Do I know if these people eat like food, food, or some weird shit? Like, <laughs> are are we walking up to a, like a meal of psychedelics or something? Like they only eat mushrooms. <laughs> no, they, they they do not tend to indulge in um, hallucinogenics as food. Oh. Okay, <laughs> look, I don't according know. to what you know about them. All right, I mean, you could make like a, a knowledge check if you wanted to. Sure, I, I can try. Um, I don't have any percentage listed there. Is that just based on int? Sure. Okay. Let's say your intelligence score is your skill rating in that. Okay. I'm like, yeah, no, no, I have no idea. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it. Based on based on your uh, based on your. Um, uh, uh, inherent knowledge that you've grown up with. You don't think there are any um, nothing's hinky hallucinogenics. Yeah. No. All right. Um, I'm I'm good myself. I just eat, but uh, let's see if anybody else is interested. Hey, anybody up for a meal? Is a. Uh... <laughs> What is uh, on the table? We have a lovely dish of noodles and vegetables. Do you have any... Uh, Fresh vegetables. 
How fresh are the vegetables? Look. Yesterday? I say, oh, we picked them ourselves. Do you have I any, can eat again. Do you have any booze as a Bulgish girl? Any... I'm sorry, brother. Your your accent is a bit much. The nose candy, the brogaine cocaine, the get her up and going, the 100 miles per hour, the, uh, you know. We do not have any drugs, brother. Then I will take the alcohol that you have. And the food. Bring oh, the we fresh have wine. Food. I want the noodles and the fresh fruit. Vegetables. Whatever. Please join us in the common area. I'll follow. <laughs> I, I, I'll join him for a meal. No reason I follow along well. because they go. Yeah. Yeah, and from under the from under the pilot's console, you hear, "You can just go ahead and have some food." <laughs> at, uh, at some point, I take I take. I'll centuries. be out there. I'll be out there for a sandwich later. Yeah. I was going to say, at some point, I take Sentry a bowl of noodles just so he stays healthy. Oh, thanks, brother. Not a problem. That's my attempt at a Pittsburgh accent. He's so much better at it than I am. Not a primani. (laughs) It's been many, many years since I've been in the Berg. Anyhow, yeah, you're making your way back toward the the common area where the galley kitchen is and everything. And you, the, the smell is just scrumptious it's mouth-watering yeah no when they said fresh pigeons yeah yeah and it's it's mostly cabbage it's fine but there's some kind of fermented fish paste sauce that is just so savory and the uh your passengers are all seated around the table and they've got a big bowl of this cabbage stir-fry concoction in the middle, in in a, the in between them, and they're all starting to heap their their own plates with it. Oh, please sit, brothers! Please sit. Join us. I I wait. I always wait for everyone else to get some, and then I'll get a plate. I'm digging right into that fish shit. <laughs> I'm McWay. taking everything. My judgment. <laughs> um. Oh yeah, and it, 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 Oscar, it is absolutely delicious. It is scrump diddly umptious. Nice. Just the right amount of salt, and maybe a hint of cayenne pepper, and this, the tang of the fermented fish paste, and lots and lots of cabbage. <laughs> but it is very savory, and it, oh, and and the the uh, pilgrims. Um, just sh- keep shoving food at you. So, have have you heard? Have you heard the, the wonderful news of the the great big giant head? The the giant head? No, I've not heard. Have you heard of manners? Uh, speaking with your mouthful, uh, talking to someone while they're eating. Rude. <laughs> I I dare say that Merlin is oddly suspicious of the hospitality, particularly trying to stuff us with food. We just want we, we want you to, to join us in our celebration as we begin our the final leg of our pilgrimage to the great giant head. 
What's we making need... this pilgrimage final? Oh, I assume because it's the, it's the, the, head. the last trip that we have to make before we get there? Okay. You're very suspicious, brother. I'm just very curious. How long have you all been traveling? When we get there, oh, for many, many, many standard weeks. We come from far, far away. So the far away and this big head, uh, you know, forget manners. We are on a spaceship. Uh, tell me about this uh, big head of yours. And I'm not talking about the bald ones on all of you crazy weirdos. Ha <laughs> weirdos. You're, you're, you're uh, very, very kind, brother. No, the, 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 the giant, the giant head is a beacon to all. And we are convinced that if enough of us visit the giant head and believe in the power of the giant head, that the goddess will return to life and reward us for our faith. And all of the pilgrims go like this. I look at Merlin and Kobe as uh, the did time just stop or something? Are we in a in are we in some crazy loop or something? Why are they all standing still? Look, I start uh, looking up like what they're doing. They uh, and then they come back. I to think their food. they're in reverence. They come back to their food. <clears throat> we have this food thanks to the blessings of the giant head. We received it in exchange for telling some lovely people about the benefits of the great giant head. Well. Thank the great giant head. I'm really curious. What Thank are the benefits the of the great giant, giant head? head. I'm up for it. They are many trash. manifolds. The great giant head will reward the, those of us who complete our pilgrimage there too. Okay. We're, we're going to be on this. We're going to be on station for a little while. I've never seen a giant floating space head. I'm up for it. It is about this time, as the meal is finishing, that the um, you hear the tones of someone pressing the um, admittance button, admittance request button on the cargo loading ramp. Um, I'm going to do my best to look casual while quite quickly and nervously getting up to take care of that. Okay. I got this one. And sort of jog over to the to the ramp, uh, check the check the cam. Buzz yeah, the, uh, the, the, there are a couple of uh, humans in nondescript gray coveralls wearing uh, close-fitting caps they are standing next to a uh a, it, it, it's a metal box and it has some lights on it that is on a suspension pallet gotcha you'll have plenty of space for it in the cargo bay will do i'm gonna i'm gonna buzz them in and just and uh 
interact and be like, all right, try to keep it uh, sort of direct people. Try to, try to keep it away from the chickens if you can. There's not a lot of away from the chickens, but do your best. No, they're just going, Phew. Yeah, wow. we're good. I think when I stop in, I'm going to see about a detailed crew cleaning this up. Yeah, you're going to need a power washer, brother. You're going to need a power washer. Anyway, sign here. He holds out a a data pad. Yep. Thumbprint accepted. And uh, yeah, they they pull the the suspensor pallet up the ramp into the cargo bay, push a couple of buttons, and you get a closer look at it now, and it is a cryogenic stasis chamber. I don't need to know. I don't need to know. I don't need to know. But in my brain, I really want to know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm. I'm just gonna as that as that comes over. I'm just gonna drape it with something. Keep it not like hidden, but just a little nondescript. Okay. Uh, while he's doing that, I'm sitting across from Merlin. Uh, at the table. Merlin, you're sitting down, right? I am. Okay. All right. Um, I'll I'll look at Merlin. So, uh, so we are uh, friends now, right? Uh, You say your name is Merlin, yes? Yes. I do believe yours is uh, Oscar. Oscar Pierre Pelletier, yes. You got it right with perfection. I have I was just curious, uh, would you happen to know uh, what the hell happened back there in the you-know-where as to why we were able to uh, make haste with our living, per se? Um, not entirely sure I know what you're getting at. Uh, this is like drug dealing 101. <laughs> uh, I'm... <laughs> I'm asking, maybe I will tone it down to a, a more subhuman level of speaking. Do you know what happened at the prison where we escaped from? Oh, yeah, that. No, I have no clue. I was actually going to ask you guys. Okay, okay. We are getting somewhere, and I shake my head. <laughs> Did I, while I was, um, like moving around did i hear anything like like new like newscasts coming through anywhere or any talk about like an attack on the other station that's a good question Uh, make a luck roll luck okay got some pretty good luck let's see it was close I got an 84 <laughs> out of my 85. Nice. That's still a success. And it is. You, um, you, know, you, you did over here because there's always some kind of broad, broad wave um, news report playing in the background that you, 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 your, your ears latch onto a report about an attack on a nearby space station from separatists. 
that resulted in the escape of some prisoners and severe damage to the space station. And the Garden City Defense League has claimed responsibility. No details beyond that. Uh, is the Defense League something I would be familiar with? There are a bunch of different um, rebel cells, separatist factions that fight in their corners of the galaxy. And uh, just like your faction, um, Bird, there are others. Pretty much every system, every uh, solar system has its own rebel network. Some of them are more efficient than others. Uh, and what was the name of this group? The Garden City Defense League. Garden City. Okay. Yeah. And had I ever worked with them before? You had you haven't, but you know that their prime motivation is that they are fight they, they fight for cyborg rights because being a being a that there's, there's a certain percentage of mechanical add-ons to a human or humanoid's body that once you get beyond a certain point that has not yet been legally defined across the galaxy that some people in positions of power no longer consider you to be a person they consider you to be a thing Okay. And the Garden City Defense League sprang up in Garden City, which was very euphemistically named. It's more of an it's an industrial wasteland that smells more like spilled diesel fuel than gardens. There's the very of, little green to be sm to be had on Garden City. Yeah. So the kind of place where a lot of people lose limbs to industrial accidents, and so precisely and end up with a lot of cybernetics, and then are treated as property of the company that gave them the cybernetics and then used as basically slave labor. Correct. You yep. right straight to the, the gist of the matter. Did you breathe any at any point in that sentence? I don't think he did. <laughs> it, it was a short sentence. I have look, I have big lungs and I talk a lot. I can go a long time without breathing. Oration is kind of my thing. <laughs> All right. Can we, um, is it? Is there? Uh, is there? Is it cool if we cut to um, Oscar in Merlin real quick? Well, of course. Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, absolutely. I was headed there next. Oh, sorry, my bad. I'm no worries. Rusty on this stuff. Um, okay, so. So, uh, your name is uh, Merlin, yes, uh, so, you know, uh, we've known each other for a total of, what, eight hours or something like that? Yeah, something like that. So, what is, uh, what is it that you do? Uh, I mostly tinker around with computers. So, you do stuff? 
I, I generally do a lot of computer stuff, technological stuff. I uh, write some coding, some languages, help us send fancy protected emails. What uh, and what? How did you end up in the, behind the bars? <sighs> that is something that I I don't know to what depths I really want to go through that. I can tell you that where I am from, uh, I have a very complicated past. Um, I was part of a, a ruffian group on my home planet and I decided to rebel. Hmm. A rebel amongst a few, okay. Very nice. Uh... Well then, I will uh, keep my uh, keep my eye on you then. Now I am really curious about you, though, my friend. What has brought you here? Ha <laughs> ha! That is the question, is it not? I am uh, the world's most famous actor, the galaxy, perhaps even, and uh, you know, maybe uh, somebody uh, couldn't, you know. Maybe they just wanted to hold me down, you know what I'm saying, you know? I was getting too popular for the galaxy, maybe they just wanted to lock me away and... Perhaps, uh, perhaps I made a bad film from where I'm from, you can get arrested for that. Sometimes if the reviews are that bad, they will just throw you right in jail. So, yeah, or you know, maybe I uh, possibly... Uh, Accidentally, I don't know, maybe bumped into the president's cyber robo wife and, uh, you know, got her really coked up and drunk and possibly uh, murdered her by accident. I don't know. You take your pick. I have so many questions about that, but I'm, I'm just keeping it to myself right now. <laughs> I wrote all of it down. Yeah. <laughs> question got mark, question mark, question mark. Coked up and <laughs> murdered. It's important to point out for me here that none of you really know why you got thrown in the slammer because nobody told you. Uh, you just got got ganked off the promenade, zip ties on your wrists, chucked in the slammer. Yep. Is you ever uh, I look at Merlin? Is you ever plays the game uh, uh, two <laughs> two truths and a lie? <laughs> Uh, I have heard of it. I've never personally played it. Okay, well, I let you know the rules. Two truths, one lie, you decide. We are playing now. I gave you mine. <laughs> and I, uh, I will excuse myself from the table and go check up on um, Bird. Yeah, Bird, you were, as I recall, securing the cryostasis box. Yeah, just... just covering it to draw a little less attention to it. I know some people aren't comfortable with cryo and so I'm just making it a little nondescript. Yeah, you, uh, uh, Oscar, as you come into the cargo hold, you see Bird throwing a tarpaulin over a piece of cargo that uh, he has just secured to the deck with strap, with tie-down straps. Am I still in my uniform? <laughs> Make sure. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I will yell at the bird. Fascistas! Point at it. 
this is what's gonna get our um, our ship a shiny new coat of paint. I will nod. Because <laughs> I can't <laughs> speak German. <laughs> I, don't... I had a week to prepare for German and I still forget. I honestly can't tell you anything more than that. It's, uh, I don't know. It's yeah, other than the flashing light things. Yeah. There's a oh. small, there's a small panel on it that lets you like run diagnostics and stuff. But other than that, it is matte black metal. Yep. And yep. very cold to the touch. Is there like smoke coming off of it? Like a, a condensation type? No, no, no. Okay. It's not, it's, yeah, it's not quite like that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. I, so, uh, what is this? Uh, you already told me. Uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> So, uh, what do the buttons do? Please don't touch any of these buttons. Please. The, touching the wrong thing on this could kill whoever is in this. And if that happens, could also get us killed. I will I'm cut kidding. your hands off. <laughs> oh, it is important to note... Um, bird that Nate crossing Nate is a very bad idea or more to the point crossing the people Nate represents oh yeah is generally a very bad idea Nate himself is you know sweet as pie generally speaking but he works with some people who you don't want to cross them yeah <laughs> excuse me um Oscar would have looked at uh, looked at Bird and considered maybe messing with him a little bit, but uh, looking in his eyes could determine that uh, this obviously was not. There's no room for joking around on this on this situation. So, I will pat the box like a little dog and uh, say, uh, "I guess we have ourselves one more extra large chicken." Oh yeah, the noise is getting to be rather deafening in here too. This smell is unbearable, and I go to wherever I found the outfit and look if I can find something to cover up, like spray or anything. <laughs> cologne. Yeah, I'm looking for. Yeah, I'm looking for Oscar's cologne. That's what I'm, or yes, anything. You find you find a uh, a, a common brand mm -hmm. in this galaxy. It's called Hatchet. Mm -hmm. Hatchet. Nice. Does it smell like sandalwood? No, it <laughs> smells like man. Oh. <laughs> Interesting. I, okay, so it's not Oscars, it's 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 Rupert's, right? I'm assuming. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so it's everything everything you've got is in Rupert's locker. Okay, alright. Um yeah, I will take it and take like half of the is it like a bottle or a can or It's okay. a spray. Spray. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I will just start smell i do the spray like oh god i don't know which is worse and then i spray it on myself and then i go out and just start spraying the whole place down just <laughs> vigorously spraying this uh hatchet all over god, in hopes it's like to a, cover up the chickens 
both both sides of it are like a middle school gym locker. Yeah. Oh yeah. Indeed. It's the, the stench is appalling. No matter what, no matter what smell you're getting, the, from fermented yeah. fish paste to hatchet body spray to a thousand chickens all shitting at once, <laughs> it's just not. The cargo hold is not a place that is in, that is terribly pleasant right now. I have to say. Gotcha. All right. Yeah, I will. I'll as I'm passing by Merlin. Uh, I uh, say, um, so like a bird uh, brought on some mysterious cargo chicken, and uh, maybe you want to go check that out. I don't know. Did you get a good sight of it? Well, it was a very big black chicken. Hmm. I think I'll definitely go check this out. Yes, go check out the big black chicken. <laughs> Allons-y. Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, in that case, I'm definitely making my way over to uh, Bird in this contraption. Yeah, it, it is in fact the opposite of a chicken. It is a box. Chicken box? A box it's, of chickens. It is uh, strapped to the cargo bay floor next to the chickens. And by this point, because it's been in the cargo bay now for a few minutes, there is a certain amount of uh, kind of misty fog starting to course off of it. And under the tarpaulin, you can see the uh, lights and the glow of the touchscreen. Is Bird anywhere near this box, or is it kind of just stowed away sitting on its own? Bird, you didn't say you were leaving, so I'm going to say that you're still there. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, like, over top of it, but I'm not heading too far away at any point. <laughs> yeah, you're not, like, hugging it. No. I'm, okay. I'm no. Uh, so I'm, I'm just, I'm just hanging around. So is, is Bird like in the general area of this box? Does he have a line of sight on me if I try to approach it? Yes. The cargo bay is not that large. Okay. All right. So I, I call out to Bird. Hey, Bird, is it? Yeah. What's up, Merlin? Uh, this, this. Box thing Oscar told me about. Um, what's what's up with this thing? Where'd it come from? I said it was a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, well, I don't know exactly what it is. I'm assuming there's a person in here, and I don't I don't know a damn thing about them. Don't know where they're coming from. I just know where they're going. So, and uh, this is going to get us a shiny new ship, basically. So, uh, Bird, do you mind if I, uh, I'm just a little curious, do you mind if I take a little look around? You need to be real careful. Any information we get on this 
is basically a target on our head. So I'll make I'll stand here and make sure that nothing goes wrong, but just know any information you get could put our lives at risk. So do with that what you will. As a side note here, um, I really want to say that Merlin wants to do some investigations when Bird necessarily is not by the box. Okay. That. Well, because you, you can make any kind of spot check you like, depending on what you're looking for. Um, um, whether, or not, whether or not you're doing it with subterfuge is going to yeah. be stealth. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm, I'm not stopping you from doing whatever you're doing. Yeah. If it looks okay. like you're trying to, like, open the pod, I will stop you. But if you're just, like, poking around in the computer, I'm... Okay, okay, so if I'm, like, messing around with the touch panel, kind of looking through it, you're okay with that? I'm nervous, and I'm sort of over your, uh, sort of over your shoulder a bit, but okay. Okay, well, you, in you that can, case... You, my, my discomfort is palpable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you're, um, trying to, you're trying to use a touch pad to figure out, trying to figure out what's in the box? Uh, just trying to look at some of the general settings about the box. Like, is this, like, I, I don't feel like at this point I necessarily know it's a cryogenic box, so to speak. Um, no, it's, yeah, it, 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 they're easy to recognize. People okay. use them all the time. Okay. Um, yeah, honestly, the only thing I'm trying to do is maybe take a look at some of the settings, see if I can see the origin of it, or just some general basic information, but nothing make, that's going to get bird wound up. Make a technical skill check. Okay, you want me to just follow exactly what I rolled on this one, correct? Yeah, just tell me what you roll. 92. 92. Okay. You think 92. you passed. No. That is not a pass. You, oh, I know. You I'm saying find you some in blatantly false didn't information. You say, yeah, didn't you say earlier, we always roll thinking always, in character that you, we yeah, Exactly. No. Yeah. So, yeah, you, you you start poking around at the, the touchpad and uh, make a luck roll. <laughs> Oh boy. Um, remind me again, which die is that one for the luck roll? That Same is up under your characteristics. It's your luck roll corresponds to your power, your power. Ooh, okay. So it'll be up there on the top of your character sheet someplace. Yep. Next Eight. to your characteristics, of course. Yep. Top right, uh, right next to your power. I rolled a 40. Yeah, that'll do it. Unless you're incredibly stupid, but you're not. <laughs> yeah, you you start thinking of the settings on the thing, and you think you have, you think you, you, you figured out, you know, you figured out the location manifest of it, but you realize that you're actually in the freeze thought cycle menu setting, and back out before you can set the thing to thaw but Ooh. you're pretty sure 
that the cargo that's inside is coming from a moon called Brielia. That's B-R-I-L-I-A. Four. Brielia four. Okay. What is it about four that sounds so science fiction? It's always four. No idea. No idea. I'm pretty sure that just every naming convention starts at four and then goes up from there. Yeah, true, true. I mean, the I only the only the only number that really exists for naming conventions in Dune is nine, and they call it dicks. <laughs> so, how is my understanding of systems around us? Am I familiar at all with Trillia Four? Make a. Do you, do you have any kind of knowledge or? Anything oh, like that? Take a look. I did not put a lot into knowledge. You can always make an a hard idea roll. The, your idea roll okay. is next to your int, but hard means your percent your chance of success is re, is reduced by fifty percent. Okay, let's give that a try. I rolled a 60. Um, idea 75. Your... Yeah, that. You're, you're racking your brain, but you just can't come up with anything. Hmm. You've heard of it. Okay. At this point, I think I'm going to stop trying to get data um, out of this box, but I am going to look into Brilliant 4 more. Okay, yeah, the, um, you can make your technical skill once you get back to a, um, a data center. Okay. Which you can do, you know, in the cockpit or in your quarters. One of the uh, passengers leans out over the catwalk that leads from the cargo deck into the crew and passenger quarters. Will we be departing soon, brothers? In about five, ten minutes. The giant goddess's head awaits us. Be ready to strap in. Uh, they're doing it again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, that seems like a decent point to do our mid-episode break. Yeah, that's perfect timing. Because we've pretty much exhausted everything that is going to happen here, oh, other shit. than taking off and flying away. <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah. We'll we'll cut it to a break, and we'll be back here in about ten minutes, guys. Thanks for sticking around, and we'll be right back. And we are back. Yay! All right, so as we left off, I will let the not I will let Bob. <laughs> <laughs> so you have a full cargo hold. You've got some deals you need to do. 
and unfortunately your pilot is still under the console. Um, Merlin, would you like to help him out? Uh, sure, I'll go see what's taking so long, see if he uh, needs a hand. I didn't even think about that. Uh, yeah. Fine. Yeah, uh, go ahead and make a technical skill roll for me, Merlin. All right. And don't uh, forget, you guys, to put your little tick marks next to your skills when you've used them successfully. Yep, I rolled a 47. Yeah, that's a success. Okay, yeah, you you can see that you see where the problem is. And between the two of you, you get everything wrapped up and spiked together. And uh, yeah, you're ready to set out. So the only thing you have to do is get a flight release from Ops. And that is the job of the captain. I try, try to track down Merlin, see, see if I can find him. Yep, in the cockpit. Oh, well, there you two are. Are we uh, finally ready to get the hell off this place? No, from my last look, we should be all good to go, Captain. I, I look at you in like a dumb, founded kind of, uh-huh, then what? <laughs> well, it looks like all we need to do is get a uh, flight release here and we can take off. Okay, so how do we do that? Uh, I actually have no idea. Uh, <laughs> <Just> <laughs> Before you can leave, the, the captain has to go back to the ops center. Same as he did when you arrived. Oh. Right. Yeah, I knew that as a player, but as a... As a oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In character, he doesn't know, so... Yeah, Merlin, you, both you and Bird would would have this knowledge. Yep, okay. Alright. I'll see it. Ah, fuck. See, Rupert. Right. Um, I quickly took, roll the sleeves back up, try to get the duct tape back in place. Uh, I look at the, I look at my, 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 uh, cohorts. So, uh, how do I look? Much better. Okay, then. Dashing. Just dashing, Captain. Fantastic. I will exit and head down to the uh, dock and make preparation to uh, act like a repair. Yep, there's the same sort of situation that you found yourself in when you arrived, where there's uh, several lines queuing up for uh, different dock masters mm. at the, uh, the compartment that is separated from the cargo hold by a thick plexiglass screen and uh, yeah you get the, the line your your line moves swiftly and you get to the front of it and uh, the disinterested bureaucrat inside the compartment says name ship name eins it is a Charlie Hotz okay who are you again Captain Rupert Karshvegar I take it you want to leave? We want to depart immediately. And I Destination. 
Yakuri. I'm like getting nervous. <laughs> okay. Are you carrying cargo? Da, we are carrying chickens. So you're carrying live cargo? Yes, da. What? Live cargo to Akiri needs this form here. And uh, your, your data pad buzzes mm -hmm. when the form uh, is sent to it from his station. I look at it. I was signed with my finger. RK poop. <laughs> Any passengers? Just the three of my. <clears throat> I'm three of my crew. Da. Three members Where of my crew. Why can't I fucking talk over you? Hey, that is going to be a fast talk. Okay. Fair. And it's 2d10, right? That is correct. You're looking for that percentage. Yep. I don't know if you're forgetting out of game or whatnot, but we do have the space head people. That yeah, is why um, that okay. is why we're doing the fast talk. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was a fail. Thirty-two, I have, and it's a fit. I rolled a fifty-four. Uh, you can see the, uh, the the bureaucrat is looking at his terminal screen. Wait, I'm not nervous. Uh, I failed it. So there's. Sir, I'm going to need you to step over here. I step. And he, he points over to one side. There's a hatch right there. Nine, nine, nine. This is ridiculous. You need to go now. Sir, I'm going to need you to stand over there. Meet me by the door. Fine. Stand. By the door. Okay, the, the, the hatch hisses open, and uh, there are two very large men in gray jumpsuits mm. carrying stun clubs. Shit. Scheiße. And they say to you, sir, we're going to need you to step inside. I'm fine, but... Hurry up! I am uh, needed on board. We need to get to Akari as is possible. Sir, sir, please step inside the hatch. I am already in the hatch. <laughs> Very well, sir. And you're you're in this a room that is um, the, the hatch hisses back shut, and you're in a room that has no windows. There's a door which is the way you came in. There's a table, and two chairs, one on either side of the table. Oh. And the security sit you in one of the chairs, provided you, you know, permit them to place you in one of the chairs. Mm -hmm. And uh, they exit through a door, a different door than the one you came through, that looks like it leads into an area behind the station ops mm -hmm. windows. And you wait there for a while. Ah. You wait there for a while. And you wait there for a while. And eventually, a woman comes in. 
a blonde woman. And she sits across the table from you. And she says, Oscar. The mayor sends her regards. God damn it. Oh. Is there anything you want to tell us? Why you're using an assumed name? Maybe? Is this... I recognize her, right? Obviously. No. No? Oh, good. Okay. No, this is not the mayor. Okay. Okay. Whew. All right. Oh, shit. Fuck, 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 but fuck. clearly one of the mayor's agents. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, shit. Um... Look. Okay, so I am... Um... I am on a important mission to help a group of people that are on a religious mission with chickens for some reason. Look, I know who you are, you know who I am. Just let me get the hell out of here. So I can do good things for the universe. Why would I ever, ever let you do that? Why should I believe that you have the slightest intent of doing anything for the good of the universe when all you've done so far is whatever's good for you? Perhaps it is uh, time for a redemption. Maybe I turned over a new leaf. And uh, this is my opportunity for the galaxy to see the good side of Oscar Pellier, Pierre, Pelletier, Pierre, I. Oscar. Ow. <laughs> it hurt my brain. Scar. Oh, Jesus. Okay. All right. Make make a luck roll. Okay. Ah, a 39 under 60. You know what? I don't believe a word of that shit. But I'm going to give you a chance. I know I know where you are. I know where you're going. And I know from your ship's manifest what you're supposed to be doing. But if you put one foot wrong, we're coming for you. You got that? <laughs> Thank you so much for believing in me. Nobody else trusted Oscar. This is him. 
This is the best day of my life. <laughs> Thank you, pretty beautiful blonde lady. Sends the mayor my regards. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Just, just, just go. I and promise. She gets up. Yeah, I'm she gets up and she opens the hatch and just points. Go. I promise I will do the best and not let you down. And I, I'm like backing out, bowing, and I fucking bolted out of there. <laughs> <laughs> It's about that time, Merlin, that you see on your console that the docking locks have been released on the the uh, RV Charlie Horseman. Mm. Sorry, the RMS Charlie Horseman. So docking locks being released means uh, successful for our captain? Correct. Okay. Um... Am I trying to fly this thing out of here, or no, is this no, 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 of... no, 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 no? We're gonna hand wave that. Okay. <laughs> because James isn't here, we're just gonna hand wave that. Okay. You know, okay. His um... pilot skill is so high <laughs> that you know, dock un undocking from a space station is just like he would have to. Yeah. There's no no, even with the fucked up gearbox. Okay. He's not gonna screw that up. And I thought we got that. Fixed up last session. Well, Merlin and Sentry oh. were working on it. Oh. So Whether we... or not they were successful. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, I guess we got... that this. Oh, go we got ahead. it functioning. That doesn't mean it's fixed. Well, it was functional before. <laughs> I mean, just because you have to fucking slam shift it, you know, it's functional for a given value of function. I mean, I knew a guy who had a, a beat-ass old F-150 that the clutch just didn't work, but he could slam shift it and get it moving in traffic. It Function is uh, varying degrees, I guess. Oh, it spat out sparks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess oh, yeah. uh, at this point, I'll call out to Bird and I'll say, hey, looks like uh, our captain was successful here. Good to know. All right. Let's get this. Are we going to be underway, out. brothers? Very shortly. Get yourself in a, get yourself in a seat and strap up. Thank you, brother. As, all right, so I will uh, I will come hastily walking in full speed up the ship and look directly at Bird and just say, "Don't don't ask. Not this time. Don't ask again." And I'll get in my crash couch. Okay. <laughs> hey, Bird, all what right. kind of M? I didn't ask. <laughs> that, that that is totally entertaining let me just okay right so you met you get into your crash couches is that what the plan is yep uh before just before that i'm gonna 
make one last check, make sure this cryopod is secure. Uh, do we, uh, just quick check, do I know if, like, uh, fast and light travel with cryo has, like, weird interactions, or is that safe? No, it's safe. Okay, I just, I wanted to make sure before anything, you know, hanky happened. Most, you know that most interstellar um, travel, rather than just use crash couches, like if it's going to take longer than one jump, rather yeah. than, rather than just use crash couches, crews will go into cryostasis. Gotcha. All right, that's perfect. All right, yep. Uh, strap myself in. Uh, once I make sure that everything's solid with the uh, the cryopod and get ready to go. Okay. So, yeah, everybody straps into their crash couches and uh, everything. Who's, uh, uh, Merlin, were you going to program, program the navigational computer? Uh, yeah, I believe. Do yeah, I have to? Well, you're going to have, have to. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, do I have to uh, program it again to make it second jump, or was that part of what I initially planned it out to? Oh, no, you're going to have to program it again. Okay. Because you, you've been, it, 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 once you come out of FTL, you're going to have, yeah, everything changes. Okay. Because you come back into the time stream. So, that is going to be another technical skill check for you, my friend. All right. I did very well. It was an 89. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> that is considerably above my technical skill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, yeah, you strap into your, your crash couches. And you get into the queue for the jump. And Sentry fiddles his... 27 fingers or however many fucking many fingers he has. It's a lot. Seven per hand. So, yeah, that many. God, he must be able to play piano like a wow. Or violin, just guitar, whatever, you know? Yeah. Imagine the kind of metal stuff that he could do. That's fantastic. Seven fingers. now. Seven, seven string guitar. Seven fingers, seven strings. All metal, baby. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you strap yourselves into your crash couches. You inject yourself with the uh, hyper-light drugs that you need to have in order to make your jump. You get in line, and poof, off you go. But somewhere in between, things go a little bit pear-shaped. And when you come out the other side... At Akiri, the ship is careening out of control. And you're headed straight for a moon. Is there quickly anything Merlin can try to reprogram with the navigations at this point? Or is this all going to be manual control? This is all manual at this point. And Sentry is trying like hell to get things back under control. 
and there are various things he says. Some of them involve leafs and wind, but you're not quite sure. You don't quite get it because you're just a little doped up from the crash couch. And um, you, yeah, yeah. I was say, is there anything that I can do at this point to help? The the ship is spinning into Atmo at a high rate of speed. So unless you can pilot the ship. I mean, Sentry's already there. Like, there's not much I can do other than... Well, there, there are two. There is an auxiliary control okay. station that you can try. Either you or Merlin or hell, even Oscar could try Ooh. to fly the ship. Okay. Um, and this is uh, pilot? Pilot and hard. I have a 1%. I'm not going to try this. <laughs> you never know. You, you may roll that. I I, I would be better rolling luck. <laughs> a lot better. Um, you can always try and make a case. Yeah. Um, to why you should be able to make a luck roll. Okay. Um, Anyone can. You can uh, always try and make a case. Okay. If you think that you've got a skill that's applicable in a certain situation, okay. make um, a case. You never know. I, I'm a. I'm a kind and beneficent game master. Well, let me look through and see what I've got. Uh, you see the horns growing on Bob's head. Right? <laughs> um. I, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna. Why would I'm gonna you say just, such a thing? I'm gonna just hop into the auxiliary pilot's chair and. Uh, yeah, uh, sort of watching what Sentry's doing. Um, I'm just I'm just gonna grab a hold of the controls and be like, "You work the buttons, I'll work the steering wheel." So like a, a two person job, and I'm just gonna like yank like yank the the controls where he tells me to go, just using my my big burly strength to sort of like force the thing in a direction. Okay, that's a good that is a good that's a good pitch. Because you're using strength, but you don't really know what you're doing, you can make an effort roll, a hard effort roll. All right. 90 effort. Please don't fail me. So you need a 45 or lower. Yep. Come on. Come on, bird. You can do it. 25. Right. By, by sheer strength alone... You're holding on to the, 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 the steering mechanism and you don't quite have control of it, but you've managed to get your, get the ship out of the spin that it was in. Yeah. This thing's just like whirling around and I'm just like, stop it. Yep. Yep. And so you, you get it. You're still burning in through Atmo, but you're no longer spiraling out of all control but you're still not under control. So make for me another hard effort roll to see just how badly you crash. You hear girly screaming in the back, and that is 29. definitely Oscar. 29? Okay. You're burning in at a, at a decent angle, and... For a, 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 a vehicle that has no wings, you're kind of gliding the ship toward the very, very solid-looking hills below you. 
And the first impact is enough to, if, if you weren't already clenched for it, would shatter your molars. Thankfully, everyone is still in their crash couches. Um, you can make for me, Bird, a stamina roll because you are no longer in your crash couch to see if you can actually hang on to this. 22. Everyone else can make stamina rolls to see how badly they get ill, Oof. if at all. Okay. Uh, 22 out of 70. You're, you're fine, Bird. Nine out of seventy for me. Yeah, you're fine. And oh, okay. Uh, nope. Forty-five over thirty-five. Yeah, um, Oscar. Uh, they're you're no longer weightless because you're actually within the atmosphere of Brilia Four. But Oscar's projectile vomit is so violent that it's firing around the bridge compartment as though you're still weightless. Iron Man's chest beam. <laughs> it is, it's, it's pretty foul. I mean, if you mixed oh. it with the chicken shit and, oh, the, cargo and hold, the fish and the, the hatchet body spray. Oh. Yeah, you're going to need to power wash the whole inside of this ship. Provided you can repair it because you're bouncing off of the surface of Brilio 4. Make, make for me another uh, effort roll, if you would very much, please, Bird. And if there's anything either of uh, either Merlin or Oscar would like to try in order to help, make a pitch. We'll see if it works. Well, first I would like to stop violently vomiting. Was that a 30, Bird? Yep, 30 out of 90. Okay. Anybody want to add anything? Uh, I don't even know if I can see controls after all this projectile vomit at this point. Oh yeah, yeah, you can still see. Yeah, you can still see. Uh, you, you can reach out and wipe off your control panel. Most most of it's touch screens. Uh, I guess I. To, you're, you really got to wander in those microfiber cloths, though. I guess I'd try to grab a bunch of those and see if there's anything in the navigational systems I can tweak at this point. Make a technical skill check. I, while he's doing that, Oscar is sincerely apologizing in a very high-pitched tone and trying to make his way to Bird to see if there's any way he can help. Okay. 77 over 75. Yeah, not quite. Not quite. You think you know where you're going to end up looking at the navigational computer screens? But that's about as much as you can make out before the, um, the ship manages to hit a very, very solid obstruction. Yeah. Because Oscar is out of his couch. Oscar, make yes. for me an agility roll. No problem. <laughs> I mean, there's no way for any one of us to try to like realize we're hitting this obstruction and like bear hug Oscar or something at this point. 22 no, under 45. Success. Nice. Yeah. 
Merlin, not when you're strapped into your crash couches and Oscar is running about the cockpit compartment. Spot Oscar. <laughs> as the last... I am so sorry! Oscar, the last <laughs> obstruction. And Oscar, the, the, the force is so powerful that you think you're going to go flying through the windscreen out into Atmo. This is it for me! Trees, but at the last minute, you grab hold of a bird. Yeah. Because you went to help him. Mm -hmm. And you managed to hold yourself inside the ship. Mm -hmm. Now, there are alarms going off all over the place. Oh, yeah. Because the landing gear wasn't down, the shields weren't up, there's bits of the hull probably missing. The, every alarm that could go off has gone off. And uh, while you're sitting looking at all of the amber and red lights and all of the numbers that shouldn't be negative but are on the digital readouts, one of your passengers comes in. What on earth was that? We had a rough landing. <laughs> yes, we, we have noticed, and the chickens are very upset. <laughs> yep. Uh, chickens, right. Uh, I'm going to, like, crack my back and, like, extricate Oscar from the back of my head and just sit him down like a frightened cat. <laughs> <laughs> I, I look at Bert and I am petrified, just... <laughs> Um, I look at him, vomit all over my face, especially on the mustache, like like little fish bits hanging off the mustache. And I just say, I look at him and like like strings of cabbage, like yeah. half chewed cabbage. Yeah, I just look at him in in the most innocent face, like said cat, and I just say, Bonjour. Twitch stream and you know, YouTube. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Um, I'm, uh, I, I, I turn and I'm just like, all right, I'm going to go, just, I'm going to lay down for a second. Uh, Merlin, Sentry, can you uh, just check our numbers and see, see if we can even get this thing off to Octory? I'm gonna hit some switches over here. All right. things can do. Uh, I'm I'm immediately heading into the cargo bay to check and see just how terrible everything is in here. Chickens. Lots of chickens. Are it are they wall to wall fucking chickens? <laughs> are they like chickens? Frightened <laughs> chickens. Chickens no. of every description. Are they? This is like are, pet cemetery. Are they, are they at least like? Like stable, like are the boxes living one? chickens? Okay, living chickens. But the crates that they came in, mm -hmm. worse for the wear. Yeah, there's like as soon as you open the hatch, a fucking chicken hits you in the face. <laughs> and he's got an accent. You wise guy, what you driving? <laughs> All right, I I quickly. You are. I, I quickly zip into the cargo hold and close the door so the chickens don't escape. There are chickens everywhere. 
Um, all right, I'm going to carefully make my way over to the the cryopod and make sure that it isn't like busted open or anything. It's intact. But what are the what are the numbers looking like? The numbers are all fine. Okay. But there are chickens everywhere. There's a 50-50 chance, a 50-50 chance that a chicken will, or a series of chickens, because they're everywhere. They're st- they're stamping on things. They're pecking at everything. Now, nah, well, not 50-50. That's too, that's too generous. We'll say there's a 25% chance that a chicken who's pecking at random shit will randomly pack the correct code into the cryo box. Does it help that I had it all does it help that I had it all wrapped up in a tarp and whatnot? No. Okay. No, because oh, they don't care. They don't see all that well anyhow. They're just randomly packing the shit. So, all right. <laughs> exactly, Chris. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I didn't know. So who wants to make the roll? Well, it does make sense. Who... It does make sense that Alan Tudyk was on this ship. what are chickens but you know more modern dinosaurs yeah well well that and he act, he voiced hey hey in moana oh uh, shit i did not know that yeah <laughs> oh yeah there's there's a there's a great uh great video of him just like clucking into a microphone and at the end he turns he's just like i went to juilliard <laughs> who's uh all right who's making the roll uh do i want to make it do is that well, good? Who has rolled the least? So I was going to say, probably Kevin. I think, Kevin, you have rolled yeah. the least. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Also, while I do this roll, I have to ask as well, is there any way for us to know the, or get an idea of what this moon is called that we landed on? Oh, yeah. This is... Um, shit. I wrote it down. This is the one you were headed for with the, with the magic box. This is really, okay. really a four, yeah. Okay, I was going to say, I, I think I picked that out earlier. I wanted to make sure. You did. You did. Mm-hmm. All right, and what are we rolling You are for? trying to roll under 25. Wait. wait, you mean, wait, under 25? I thought you said there was wait. a 25% chance it happened. No, I, I think we know what he meant was that you're trying to beat 25 because it's a big chance that something happened. Yeah, yeah. If, if you roll under 25, then something happens. Okay. So yeah. so we uh-huh. want to roll over 25 that so is that nothing correct. bad happens. Okay. Kevin has a look in his face. Kevin has a look. What Shit. is the result? Eight. Oh. So, <laughs> Bird, as you come ah. pelting down the, the, the catwalk... From the uh, the, the uh, pilot's compartment, the bridge, um, there's chickens all over the place, right? And there are three or four of them on top of the cryo chamber. Oh, no, no, no! And they're pecking, 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 pecking. And as you're like, no, diving toward it, trying to catch it like a rugby ball off of the thing somehow pecks in the correct sequence of numbers. And you hear this 
I am Groot. And, <laughs> and uh, this um, mist starts to billow out as the lid panels on the cryo box begin to hydraulically open. And this dry ice kind of mist comes out of it. And I love the, how you guys are just like doing the face palm thing. Both both Kevin and Chris are just like, nah. I had, uh... you, yeah, you, you did it already. So yeah, you're ahead of the game, Colby. But anyhow, so, and there's kind of a, this bluish white light coming from inside, but it's filled with fog. Uh, do I know if there's like a danger to refreezing someone too quickly? It's not optimal when you're talking about a sentient creature. No. Uh, I'm just, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna swat the chickens away. And just. Uh, just stand back just stand back for a minute and let this happen I can't I can't change anything now so I'm just gonna be standing there cross-armed Oscar's now covered in feathers what is going on what happened oh, yeah. did you go into the cargo hold I tried to I followed uh, oh, yeah. uh, I followed bird yeah, there are appropriately every place, and there's a the cargo hold is quite tall. Like there, are, there are two decks aboard the ship. Mm -hmm. One deck has the bridge and the crew quarters on it. Underneath that is the common area and the passenger dorms. And in the back, the after part of the ship is the two-story cargo hold. Okay, so coming from the cockpit area, Oscar. There, you, you're just because you're already covered in your own vomit. The feathers that are coming off the chickens are sticking to you. And leaning over the handrail, you, you can see Bird next to this cryo box that is now open, and the fog is pouring out of it. Sorry, there's probably a loud noise from my mic. The cryo is, the, the, the fog is pouring out of it. And inside it, you can see, Oscar, tomatoes. Okay, well, I will. Plump, crimson, perfectly ripe tomatoes. Yeah. Okay, um, well, I will. Bird, you cannot see this point out to the crew that this is a new catchphrase barf and feathered um that is oscar right now <laughs> barfed and feathered yeah yeah um i yeah i scream out suck le vil! and then i kind of like do we want this and then wait a minute uh hey see it is okay it is okay we are alive it is just a tomatoes. It's just a tomatoes. <laughs> it's just a tomatoes. <laughs> I, I I sort of brush the fog away. Yep. You and you can see out. that they are vine ripe. Okay. Probably hydroponic tomatoes. Okay. Uh, I'm going to like sort of carefully look around and see if I can see if there's anything hiding under the tomatoes. 
Nope. Just tomatoes? Nothing but. Oh, I swear to God. And I just punched the code into to refreeze, to turn the pod back on. The pod goes, and, it re, and the, the, the refreeze sequence is initiated. Uh, there got to be some special tomatoes. Do you know how hard it is to get tomatoes? Yeah, they're special. Very, 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 very hard. Who puts tomatoes in You figure how hard it is? Fresh fruit and vegetables are damn near impossible. Most people subsist on algae and soybeans. Like, the cabbage that we had in the soup was basically a delicacy. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, So, yeah, I'm just going to... chickens are so valuable as well. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to start, like, are the boxes for the chickens, like, destroyed? Or are they just sort of, like, uh, scattered about? Like, can Some I of start... them are awfully busted up. All right. You, have, like, you could repair the boxes. It's getting the chickens back inside that are going to be... Yeah. I'm, I'm just going to start the process of one by one, ask for help to just get these chickens back in while they're, while, uh, they're working on the ship. Brother, do you require aid? Anything you can do. I got about 6,000 chickens to put back in boxes. Roll percentile dice. That's how many chickens you have. Uh, 69. Dude. Of course. 69 chickens. <laughs> of course. You have 69 chickens. 69 big black chickens. What? This isn't going out on Pornhub. It's going out on YouTube. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I'm just going to start hef- like hefting chickens around and getting scratched the shit out of. Okay, okay. And just dropping them in so, boxes as I go. How many hit points do you have? Oh, da, 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 da. Fifteen. Okay. Roll the d6. Actually, check that. Make a... Make an agility roll, please. Okay. Not my greatest. Actually, my worst. Uh, seven. Wow. Okay. So... Roll your d6 and divide it by two, round it up. That's how many hit points you take from the chickens. That's actually a crit, too. Is it? Yeah. Okay. I have a 15, You take one point of damage from the chickens. My arms are long enough that I'm able to just, like, keep them away from me. My my hand just, like, encapsulates the whole chicken. Just... (laughs) All right. Now, what are the other two of you doing, Oscar and Merlin? Uh, I am still trying to work the like a diagnostics on the ship just to see what's damaged, what's alarming, what we need to get fixed. The ship is not at the moment flyable. You're going to need to, A, figure out a way to extend the landing gear to level her up. 
and then address the hull damage before you try to leave Atmo. That much you know. There is a settlement here on the on this moon that can provide you with materials and stuff but it's nowhere near you it's going to take you some time to get there you do not you do not have a shuttlecraft or anything like that you're going to have to hoof it until you can make contact with the locals And it's going to take you like three days, depending on which route you take through mountainous terrain to get from the crash site to the settlement. Okay. Well, I don't want to leave this ship here unattended. Sentry! Yeah, what you want? Can you keep an eye on the ship and do whatever repairs you can in the couple days it takes us to make it out to wherever we're headed? I ain't going nowhere. You just do what you got to do. All right. Take a sandwich. You make make sure our guests are taken care Annie. of. Take it from Annie. <laughs> make make sure the guests are taken care of as they can be, and uh, see you in a few days, I guess. James, I'm so sorry. I'm so so sorry. <laughs> For those of you following along at home in the. Uh, basic role-playing quick start guide where we are now is called footsteps in the dark yes it's going to be heavily modified because we don't have everything that's included in footsteps in the dark but that's where we are right now so turn along to page 33 and follow in your hymnals please (laughs) so you have crash landed on the surface of brilia 4 and uh, your ship, because of an error in navigation, has landed deep in the wilds. Now, Brilia 4 is not heavily populated. There are a few um, settlements on the surface. And luckily, you have managed to land within about three days travel on foot between the crash site and the nearest settlement. And um, each settlement has its own spaceport. So there are the tools and the parts and the shit that you need to get the Charlie horse back into the black. But you have to get there and get back again. Now, here's the question. About, like, after an assessment, how much is it going to cost to get the parts we need? Because we're a few credits down no, oh, you've no idea. Uh, all I right. Well. It, hopefully by the time you get back, Sentry will have gotten the landing gear deployed and got the ship level. So you might be able to patch it up with scrap metal. You don't know. You've got some hull breaches. Maybe maybe I can get a maybe I can call on a favor from from uh Nate when he gets our ship re renumbered to fix some of the damage for a, a little bit of extra creds. We'll see what we can you do. You may be able to do that. There's likely going to be a, a Halcyon 
um, representative here on the moon as well. Okay. So it is, uh, we have crash landed on the moon, yes. What do we, uh, are we off mm -hmm. to do this thing? Uh, yeah, I think I think the only, our only are, recourse is to hoof it. Okay. There are three ways you can get from where you are to the settlement. One just one takes the the route through a valley, follows a stream. Now that is that that's going to take you a long time. Because looking at the looking at the navigational maps that you have of this planet of this moon, I'm sorry. There are three routes. Route one is the quickest. One takes you. Um, one takes you. It, it's going to take you two camps at night. And um, route three is the slowest. You're going to have to camp four times. While two is the hardest, but it balances risk versus speed. You only have to do three night camps. So, Route 3 takes you through a forested valley. And, yeah, Route 2 takes you up and over a bunch of mountainous terrain. But it's pretty much as the crow flies straight toward the settlement, where the other route takes you along through a valley following a stream, which may be safer depend it, it, uh, based on what the database is telling you, but will take you a longer time. And the longer the long the, the, the reason time is important is that cryo box is only going to remain frozen for a certain amount of time. And because it was opened once, it's anybody's guess how long that's going to take. Uh, well, I am no... Um, and I'm, I think we need to take the quick route. I am no cook or chef, but I think uh, we have a very limited time. So what do you guys think about taking the fast lane? I'm agreeing with the quick route. We don't know how long it's going to take for, those, uh, for that cargo to go bad. This is a, this is a disaster. Well, let's be off. Allons-y. I'll lead. I'll tip. I'll lead the way. Fuck it. <laughs> All right. Da, 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 da. I right. definitely am carrying my taser pistol thingy. Yeah. Um. When we. Uh, in the time we had, did we? When we were checking, did we find any more cash? Of, like weapons or defenses in the ship like oh yeah okay yeah you have um if you want you can each have a blaster rifle okay yeah i would that would make sense where if, if we if they're available I, I would be carrying one yeah yeah blaster pistol blaster rifle environment suits which will give you a point of armor are there any swords Sure. What the hell? All right. I'll, I'll the Katana right there. Yeah. I, uh -huh. I actually, I actually will grab like a, a utility knife and a bladed weapon. Oh. If I could just okay. reach my utility. There are any number of bits of scrap metal that have fallen off of the ship. 
when you crashed yeah. that you can fashion into rudimentary bladed weapons. Gotcha. Yeah. So right. if, you have, if you're proficient with a sword or something like that, yeah, you got one. Fine. Yeah. yeah. Yep. It, it, the, the big thing is just the knife, having, having a good knife to use. You call All that right. a knife? <laughs> All right. Yep. I guess off we head to try to try to get this this thing repaired. I was going to call the right. rust bucket, but it's, it's survived this, so I can't be too mad. So Merlin, it's, you, uh, it's it's pretty much intact. Yeah, Merlin, you are good with it. It's a not going to take much. Possibly? Uh, I would prefer to take a blaster pistol with me, actually. Okay, fair yeah, enough. All right. I will take this sword. And what are you taking, Mister Bird? Um, you said they had blaster pistols. No Gauss, right? No Gauss weapons. No, there are. Oh, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah. Sure, there is. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, a, a, a Gauss rifles. What I there you go. Grab. Cool. Yeah, you take this long pointy thing. All right, ready to go. All right. And you you set off along the routes. Um, I'm going to assume that Merlin loads the route and the maps and everything into a data pad. Yeah, but I'm I mean, also, if we. I'm, I'm also going to trust Kevin that you recognize that um, there are everybody's got like basically an iPad. That's like your personal everything. It's like your pip boy, you know. Tricorder. And you can load, yeah, you can load all kinds of shit onto this. It's like your navigation system in your car. It's your phone. It's your email. It's everything. Are so I'm going to rely on you from here on out. Hmm? But no, are they are they like all able to communicate over the same local wireless network, or is everyone sure. kind of uploading? Yeah, if, if if you're within a certain range of each other, then you can communicate using your devices. Okay. Like a that range is going to depend a lot on the local environment like the whether the, the the electromagnetic field of the world you're on um the terrain in that world a lot of that that's all going to have an impact okay in a perfect like in a desert environment on earth you would be able to get you know two or three kilometers of range out of just your little your personal devices in a jungle in, uh, in a, uh, on a moon that has a very strong EM field of its own, you might get 500 meters out of it. So that's gonna, it, it's all gonna be variable depending on where you are. And the fastest route that we decided was the mountain terrain, because it just go, it's a no, actually shot. it's it's through a valley. Uh, with the river. Along, yeah. Okay, I got it. I'm just changing my notes around. Yep, it's route one. Yep. As a matter of fact. Oh boy. So. Do, 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 do. Got it. All right. Um, so, has anybody been here before? I have not. That's up to you guys. I will be the first to say that I have never been on a moon before. <laughs> At least not the space kind, if you know what I'm saying. 
Definitely not this part. No, I'm I'm completely unfamiliar with this man. Well, uh, who is taking point then? There is a thing called point, right? Uh, I, you know, I was in an action movie one time, and it was a position where you stand in front. You know, normally take the brunt of the damage if there is a surprise gorilla attack. Personally, I would nominate the big guy to take point. I'm probably the best fit. Okay, so you with the pointy stick that goes boom. Uh, you go in the front. What Oscar, you, you you get behind me. Yeah, no problem. I will take the caboose. Easy. <laughs> Locomotion, <laughs> white, like, 1992 dance. Anyway. Um, Come on, baby, yeah. do the locomotion. That's it, yeah, exactly. Chugga chugga motion like a rail. Are we doing a conga line into this valley? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what I'm, That's it, the conga. All right. Wow. I, um... That's Gloria Estefan. <laughs> well, let's make Bless haste Right. So you um, you head out along the route that Merlin's data pad indicates is the path of least resistance to resistance. Resistance. <laughs> We're going to do this for every word that ends in like shun. <laughs> And vacation. <laughs> All right. And wow. Okay. Yeah. So you set out, and the first, the first day's travel is uneventful. It's very heavily forested, plants like you've never seen before, but you're you don't let it get to you because you know you have been to many worlds. You know that the flora and fauna on different worlds are wildly different than the one on which you grew up. So it doesn't frighten you or anything, but you can hear some very weird calls. You make camp that first night, and somebody roll percentile dice, please. Uh, I'll, I'll take point on this one. There That's, you go. That's uh, two, 2d10, two right? 2d10, yep. yep. All right, uh, 64. 64, okay, yeah, nothing happens. But you do hear in the middle of the night, you hear some loud roaring, like some great beast is either celebrating some combat triumph or devouring prey or something like that. Just off in the distance. I the next morning, up to bird. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Acceptance. Yep. Just, just accept it. Yep. It's like the janitor on Futurama. <laughs> yep. Scrubby. Scrubby don't like the little French man curled up next to him. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Right. In about halfway through day two. I'm going to need Bird to make a check for me. How about a spot check? Spot. 
Would it? Uh, what's up? Nope. I was just gonna say, at some point, I want to be able to sit, have us sit and talk, in general, as a group. Yeah. All right. Uh, it's lunchtime. We'll ignore that spot check for now. <laughs> okay. You can chat to me what that spot check is, Colby. Because I saw the face, and the face said to me, it's not good. Yep, that's not good. So, it's lunchtime on day two. Mm-hmm. You wanted to have a chat? Yep. Just sipping on a protein tube. I, I, yeah, I'll, I'll throw my packet down. Does, am I the only one that cannot wrap my head around how the fuck we got off of that prisonist? But uh, wherever the hell we were, why, why were we locked up in there? Why, how the fuck did it just start exploding and blowing up and let us out? You know what is what is going on? Uh, I mean, we've known each other for what uh, less than less than a moon's time. Like, are we going to even address the fact that we still don't really know each other, but yet we are all traveling together and doing some crazy, who knows what? Well, we don't have much choice for a little while until we get up to Ockery. We, we're stuck this way. But uh, no, when we get there, we're definitely going to have to make some decisions. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm personally not so concerned with uh, what went down and how we got out, but... Oh, that was... Uh, there was an attack on the, the base, on the the colony. Ah, okay. Garden Garden City Defense League. They're uh, they're the rebel force fighting for cyborg rights. What? How the hell did you come upon this information, Sean? Came across the, yeah, on the station. Came across all the news announcements. Ah, right. Zip out where I was somewhere else. Of course. Um, but it's interesting if they were fighting for cyborg rights. Is that a cyborg prison ship? Were they targeting cyborgs? One of us a cyborg? It's possible. That is not possible. We are all humans, obviously. Oh, so are cyborgs. You're a cyborg? No, I'm not a cyborg, but... The whole problem is that uh, at, le- uh, at least uh, what the fuck the sphere, yeah, the sphere and uh, quite a few of the governments in the area like to like to put people in danger, and then once they augment the the people's damaged bodies to a certain point, they're considered the property of the company. These people are trying to fight that. So you are saying you are a cyborg? No. No, I am not. And I was I was lucky enough to never run into that. You are suggesting Marilyn or possibly myself are cyborgs? No. No, I'm not. But that cyborgs... In Cyborg. general, 
the existence of them and the way they are treated is why the garden the garden city defense league attacked that station so they we just got we just got lucky enough to take advantage of it and get out of prison so you saying that they were there to rescue cybergs or at least enough to damage sphere to send a message a message to the cybergs no kind of you know what you don't really understand i'm trying to wreck my brain around it okay listen the sphere are the people in power they treat cyborgs like shit these people are fighting those people because those people are assholes Sphere people, bad. These people, good. Well, no, right? I know. I'm, I'm sitting there going, not. it's like Father Ted. These cows are small. <laughs> Those cows are, are far, far away. away. Ah, girls. Very small. Arse. Far away. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, yeah, my eyes light up a little bit. Uh, I think I got it. So the cyborgs... The cyborgs are the good guys? The cyborgs are the innocent people. This group is fighting the bad guys to save the innocent people. So if you were if you were in a movie, you would be fighting alongside the Garden City Defense League. You would be one of them. And you would be shooting at the sphere. And then you would save the cyborgs. It's okay, I get it. So I would be the star. Yes. <laughs> that is acceptable. I understand it now. Why didn't you just open up with that? Be- because you have a very unique logic that I had to parse out. I pat him on the back. Right. Okay. So what do you uh. do then? We already know that Merlin is a mysterious man. What about you? Uh, I'm from an old mining community. Pulling cobalt out of moons and did some time in the service. Went back once I was done because that's the reward you get. You get sent back into the mines you grew up in. That is a very, very Sad story. I am sorry for you. Yeah. And I look at Merlin and I go, is this guy? And I go like... Mm-hmm. Merlin just face palms and shakes his head. Yeah, I'm just happily sipping on my lunch and... Your protein goo. Yep. Well... I think I detect a hint of peanuts this time. Uh oh. Overhead, while you're having your your lunch mm-hmm. and your your little coffee clutch thing, your talk, there are winged creatures flying. Well, I say winged, but they look more like manta rays. 
Like if you've ever seen footage from deep like underwater, looking up floating. toward the surface of a manta ray swimming, mm -hmm. that's what these creatures look like, but they're flying through the atmosphere. And you can hear them crying to each other. And uh, that the time is getting on. The twin suns of this moon are, one of them is already set. And the other one is swiftly moving toward the horizon. Well, I've got a really cool lens flare on my camera. It's neat. <laughs> Actually, uh, is it, pretty it sucks, but it's perfection. Got a little rainbow on there. <laughs> I know, right? That lens flare is awesome. It just goes to show that it's late afternoon here, and that did nothing at all. Oh, wait. Oh, I have returned. <laughs> Sacre bleu. So, do you wish to go farther today? Um, yeah, I mean, we got to get there as quick as we can. Allons-y. I will motion for Bird to take the lead and uh, Merlin to take middle. Ah, uh, yes. That's Oscar a few paces behind me. And then that spot check triggers. <laughs> Ahead of you, Bird. Yep. There is. It's about three meters long. It has six legs. And you remember in school, you read about a thing called a Komodo dragon. This looks like one of those, but it has six legs. And from the tip of its nose to the tip of its tail, the end of its tail, it's about three meters long. And it plops itself in the middle of the path and hisses at you. That'll be initiative for next time. <laughs> oh man, a fucking Komodo dragon? With six legs. Oh, uh -huh. and did, did I mention it's dripping green ichor from its long knife-like fangs? It's also three meters long. Yeah. Which That's is crazy. You know, almost 20 feet. No, more like 10. Yeah. I thought a meter was a little over three feet. Three feet. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Which I only times, times yeah. three. Six, nine. Three times Sorry, three. I, was, and I, was thinking... I know it's common core, Colby, so I, we all have to catch up. <laughs> no, I slow burn. Uh, I I multiplied instead of adding, I multiplied the three by the three. This is why Bird's is not the engineer. Yeah. But then I was, <laughs> but I multiplied it again. Then again, nice. then again, Merlin does only math in American, so. <laughs> oh. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's fair. Yeah. So yeah, we'll pick up there next time. Yeah. Cool. Ten foot long, poison dripping dragon. No thanks. All right, time to see if I can get this credits thing right. So uh, yeah, <laughs> thanks for tuning in on episode the toi and uh, we will see <laughs> you guys. <laughs> wait a minute. Let me. 
Don't forget to like and subscribe on the YouTubes. You're here on Twitch if you're watching live, so make sure you give a follow. And yeah, we will see you guys next week. Be good to each Bye. other, love each other, and fight hate with love. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.